0: All right, guys, welcome back to Real Talk. As promised, hopefully better audio for you and the NFC East division breakdown. Um, probably one of the more popular divisions in all of football year in and year out. It's pretty competitive uh, from top to bottom. But uh, Brad's back and we're going to break down each team and hopefully tell you our division winner and go from there. Brad, how are you, man? What's up? I'm doing well. Good, 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 good. We're gonna start with uh, the Washington Red. Oh wait, just Washington. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> um, Washington ended their season last year, zero four. Um, their only win in their last five games was against Carolina, who ended their season like zero and eight or some crazy crap. They uh, they had the number two overall pick. They selected Chase Young. What's, uh, what's our first five look like?
1: Uh, they start off home against the Eagles. Then they travel to the Cardinals. Then they go cross-country to the Browns. Then go all the way back cross-country to the <clears> – <throat> oh, I'm sorry. That's not the Rams. They're home again against the Ravens and then home against the Rams. So, Eagles, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Rams.
0: I don't know about you, but I have them starting 0-5.
1: I have them losing five games and winning zero.
0: <laughs> um, week six, they actually go to uh, New York, a division game. They have a shot at winning that, but to be honest, I think the Giants are going to be a little better than people think. I think they probably win that – they lose that game. They start on at least 0-6. Yeah, I,
1: it's going to be hard to favor Washington in any game this year.
0: yeah uh obviously the redskins (laughs) see i did washington is in the news for a lot of reasons obviously removing the redskins name uh there's some a lot of stuff going on with their owner right now and we're not going to really touch into it but that team has a very strong pick for very strong case for the number one overall pick next year we've talked about the jags being that team uh, we kind of touched on the Raiders maybe struggling a little bit. Uh, I think there was another team we even threw in there. I don't know. Mm. But definitely Washington has another strong case of being in the top three as well. And would you say, hypothetically speaking, they would be in, in for a quarterback or no?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think their quarterback room is kind of a mess right now. If Dwayne Haskins doesn't work out, um, they'll definitely be either – Drafting or shopping, for one. I know uh, some of the the light rumors I'm hearing is it possible that, uh, you know, after this uh, franchise tag, Dak Prescott, you know, if he leaves the Cowboys, maybe stays in division, goes over to Washington, they uh, break the bank for him. Ooh, I like that.
0: I actually like that move. Here's the thing. I'm not – in love with Dak. And we'll talk about Dak, obviously, in this division. But I'm not in love with Dak. But I like Dak. I think Dak, Dak's good. I think you could probably find him in the top 15 QBs. I don't like his Madden rating. We're not going to get into that. But I, I think you can find him in the top 15 QBs. And here's the thing. like, I think it was Nick Wright that actually brought this up back when the deals were still pretty early, back before the draft. Why wouldn't a team have thrown the farm at Dallas and traded for for Dak and then gave him the contract that he wants a team like the the Chargers for instance why wouldn't you have given up your first round pick and next year's first round pick for Dak where all you did is you went out and got Justin Herbert again we don't know what Justin Herbert's going to be maybe he's going to be great maybe he's the next Tom Brady maybe he's the next Pat Mahomes or maybe he's Rex Grossman we don't know Dak's better than Rex Grossman Dak can sell tickets I don't know. What's your take on that? If I, if I was one of those teams, Washington included, I'm going to go out and get Dak. I'll pay the money. Who cares?
1: Dak is an improvement, I think, to some teams. Like you said, I, I can see him being in the top half of the starting quarterbacks, but I don't think he's a franchise changer in terms of like giving up first-round picks for him. And if you wait one more year, the Cowboys might get rid of him anyway. I think the feeling around the league is that people wanted the Cowboys to pay him because they clearly can't get it done with Dak. I mean, so far he hasn't really done anything. I mean, he's what are their, I mean, outside of his rookie year where they had that 13 win season, I think it was, they've been like the definition of average. I mean, every year it comes down to them losing to the Eagles, Carson Wentz winning with, you know, as Colin would put it, lawn chairs and deck furniture out there just, outscoring the Cowboys and I mean it seems like we're flowing right into the Cowboys right now so I mean I guess I'll just kind of go in on Dak I mean everybody knows about his record versus winning teams versus losing teams and how you know he seems to pad his stats really well against the terrible teams and then kind of shit the bed against the good teams I mean I don't really care for Dak at all to be honest with you don't get
0: offended by this But my quarterback comp for Dak is Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. He's a big quarterback, has a big arm, not the most accurate guy in the world, but he's a winner. He has a great attitude. If you took Dak Prescott and put him on the Steelers today, the Steelers are a better team than with Ben Roethlisberger, only because Ben Roethlisberger has aged in his injuries. I think that Dak is like, He's just the next coming of Ben Roethlisberger. Do I think he's winning two and three Super Bowls? No, I'm not saying that. But I like Dak. I I think that Dak is. Watch out for. We're, we're already talking about the Cowboys here. Watch out for Dak to have a monster year. Just an absolute monster year, dude. The fact that they went out and added Ceedee Lamb for him, that's huge. That uh, that is huge. Now he's got three. We're talking Gallup's pretty good too. Would you agree? I like like Gallup. I like Gallup. You know, Amari Cooper doesn't have to disappear in big games anymore because now he can be one of three guys. You know, Um, the fact that CeeDee Lamb even fell to the Cowboys is crazy in itself. But with a new coach there in Dallas, an offensive minded coach at that, okay, you get the run game going. I, I don't know, dude. I, I think Dak is going to have a stellar year. Let's talk about the Cowboys, though. They finished up 2-3 and in their last uh, five games. They missed the playoffs. They did have a loss to the Eagles week week 16, like you stated, which was basically for the division, and they lost the game. Eagles were able to wrap it up in week 17. What's their first five look like?
1: Uh, At the Rams, home against the Falcons, at Seattle, home against the Browns home against the Giants yeah what
0: what do you got on that
1: I got them at four and one
0: so do I so do I I have them sitting at four and one their only loss at Seattle
1: Browns Wow they beat Seattle I think, uh, I think through the draft and free agency, I think the Cowboys have too good of a roster for Seattle. I, I mean, it's all Russell Wilson in Seattle. I, there's no doubt that Seattle can win any game with Russell Wilson. But you just kind of start looking through the depth chart, and I think the Cowboys are just a better team than the Seahawks. And Seahawks, one of their big advantages is crowd noise. They play at Seattle with COVID. Are we even going to have fans? I think that does matter. I think that goes into what the Seattle Seahawks are about. That game's at
0: Seattle. You still got Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Not again, I've been talking up Dak for the last couple minutes here so I'm not going to shit on him, but like are we trusting Dak to go into Seattle and and beat Russell Wilson as own part? I don't know. I I don't like that one as much as you do, I guess.
1: I, just I also think don't the, trust.
0: I don't trust the Browns to go into Jerry World and beat the Cowboys. So I guess we're going to disagree there. But I do, I also have them at four and one. You have them at four and one. We differ where they lose. Um, I think there's also a slight chance, though I put it at slight, that the Rams beat them Week One. I don't think the Rams are great, but I do think that the Rams can score forty on anyone just with the play calling and now that they got their new back. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't hate the Rams. I think the Rams have a shot at beating anyone in the league. I just don't think they can stop that many people. I think they're, they did that one of those things where they loaded up on their team for their Super Bowl run. And now they're just in disarray, but regardless, and we'll talk on this in a minute, the Dallas Cowboys season is going to come down to week eight at the Eagles the first matchup against each other. Both teams are going to have very similar records, in my opinion. I have a feeling your your opinion is going to be probably the same when we get talking here. But that's going to be a massive game. I don't know. I like the Cowboys.
1: I like the Cowboys too, but I I don't think – like when you talk about Dak Prescott going into Seattle – and out-dueling Russell Wilson, I just think Dak's not going to have to do that. I think his team is good enough. The running game, the trio of wide receivers, they added some some key pieces on defense that I like. I think their front seven's going to be good. I just, I don't know. I think a lot of people listening to this podcast were taken back when you said Dak's comp is Ben Roethlisberger, and I Dak is nowhere near as good as ben roethlisberger was i don't think i think a lot of people would agree i'm not saying ben at all times was a top three quarterback but from the time ben was kind of drafted there was almost no doubt he was a a, around the fifth or sixth best quarterback in the league almost the whole time i mean of course you have some quarterbacks that are elite but ben was always at the top deck we're talking about middle of the table 13th best quarterback 10th to 13th i I just don't like that at all. But the thing is, is I don't know. Like we said, we haven't got to the division. I just, I don't like putting the entire team on one guy. I feel like Seattle is the, uh, they're better ran, but I think they're the Texans of the, of the NFC. Like, I think they're trying to put it all on Russell, Russell Wilson or all on Deshaun Watson. And I don't like that. You look across the roster and I just, I don't like Seattle's roster. I think that's what I'm getting at. Not a quarterback matchup, just team to team. But going forward, Dak's going to have to prove it. Again, like you said, when he plays teams, you know, 500 or better, he seems to just kind of not play just two different quarterbacks. You know what I mean? So we'll see how that goes. And, yeah, I don't know if I trust the Browns a whole lot either. You know, the Browns are the Browns until they're not the Browns. We've discussed that on the podcast before. That's, That's the rule. But, But you just look at this offense on turf. OBJ always likes to play against, you know, former teams that he played against the Giants. He always does well against NFC teams or NFC East in particular. So, I mean, you just look at the Browns team with their revamped offensive line. I think the Browns are going to score a lot and they've got some nice pieces on defense. The Browns, the Browns, I feel like this is the year like, I've always been the guy that's like, hold the horses, it's the Browns, you know. But the more I kind of look at it, the more I'm kind of hopping on the Browns bandwagon a little bit this year. And I haven't done that in the past. I look at the Browns to be a 10-plus win team this year. I do, too. I do, too. But I also just don't like their big boy pants going
0: into Jerry World, I guess. That's fair. That's just where I'm at. But back to Dallas. We'll talk about whether or not we we'll, we'll think they will or will not win the division. But do you think they're going to be a better team this year than they were last year? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay, we'll we'll touch on them again in a minute. Let's uh let's head to New York. Okay, the New York Football Giants. Lots of lots going on here. Eli Manning, the Tom Brady killer, is gone. He's retired. Danny Dimes, it's now his time, it's his offense, it's his team. They get their new coach, Joe Judge, special teams coordinator from New England. He comes in. And old Cowboys coach, Jason Garrett, becomes their offensive coordinator. In the fourth pick of the draft, they take Andrew Thomas, solidifying the offensive line. I think we probably know that they're more of a run first team with Shaquan Barkley. Uh, They finished up their last five games, though, two and three, but their three losses all respectable two of them to the Eagles one of them to Green Bay I don't know I don't hate it I think they're a team on the rise I don't think they're going to be great but I think that they're going to be one of those teams where it's like you bet against them and maybe a pick them league at work and all of a sudden you're like oh shit they won and you're not shocked by it because they're good enough to win they're good enough to pick on fantasy they're good enough to to be anybody, but at the same time, they're just not good enough to win a playoff game right now. Um, what's their, what's their 2020 looking like?
1: Uh, we're going to go home against the Steelers at Chicago home against the 49ers at the Rams at Dallas. And I'd like to start a little bit by saying, I agree with you. I think the giants are a team on the rise. I like Daniel Jones. I like what I saw from him at the end of the last season. Um, you know, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton coming on late, along with um, their best receiver, Golden Tate. Right. Yep, so Golden Tate, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram. I really like where the offense is headed, but I think their defense is a nightmare. Like, they've got a few, like, average guys. I mean, I, Jabril Peppers, you got James Bradbury, they just signed from Carolina. They don't have too many studs. I just don't think they're going to get a lot of extra chances on offense. I don't see this team taking the ball away a lot or getting a ton of stops. So they're going to have to win in shootouts. And with that being said, I think the early schedule just doesn't look favorable for them. And although I like the Giants going into the season, I have them starting zero and five. I, I, I maybe you gave them a win somewhere, but I did. I don't. I don't like the Giants anyway. What do you have them at one and four?
0: I haven't met one and four, but for the first time, and we've been doing these division breakdowns for weeks, I'm not going to give them a – I'm not going to say who I think they beat. But just like I said, I think they can beat anyone. So I'm going to give them one win in five weeks. I don't know who they beat. They could – I mean, this might upset you, but I think they could beat Pittsburgh week one, especially if Roethlisberger's not there. Do I think they do? No, I wouldn't bet on it. I think I'm maybe a little less on Chicago, but I'm still high on them like, like you. And I think Chicago beats them at home. You know, San Fran, I wouldn't give them that win to save their life. But you know, anything can happen. At the Rams, that's the one I like the most. Yes. But like, sure. but like I just told you a second ago, the Rams are good enough to drop 40 on anyone and could potentially win that game. And Dallas, I do think Dallas wins that game. I I don't know. I give them at least one win. I don't think they'll be 0 5 only because they're not that – they're not an 0-5 team. Can you agree with that? I mean, I know you have met at 0-5, but do you see them as an 0-5 team?
1: No, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I like what you said. Like, you're not going to pick one of them to be a win, but you think they squeeze one out. Because yes. they do have one of the few offensive guys in the league in Saquon Barkley that, you know, it can be a 12 carries, 170 yards, three touchdowns kind of thing. So, I mean, Yeah. The, it's hard to favor them in a game. But yes, they can put up points. Like I said, I like Daniel Jones. They got a nice trio of wide receivers, good young tight end Evan Ingram and Saquon. So I mean, yeah, I I like what you said. I have them at 0 and 5 because it's hard to favor them, but like you said, they can squeak one out. They can squeak two out. I mean, they're kind of a wild card team. They're so young and so kind of new that it's it's tough to kind of say what, you know, what they'll be. Yeah, I just I don't want to I don't
0: want to discredit them because I think they're better than 0-5. That's why I want to give them at least one win. Do I think they get two? It's a long shot. They would have to, if I had to put a scenario on it, they would have to play a no Ben Roethlisberger Pittsburgh team. They would have to play a very bad Nick Foles in Chicago. San Fran would have to completely plummet. Yeah. The Rams would just have to not be able to score and Dak would have to play very bad those are all the things that would have to happen for those teams to lose those games and I don't think five weeks two of those things happen I don't know I'm just the Giants open up with in my opinion a pretty tough schedule as far as what they'd want to see to start this year off and I don't know I just uh you know, we talked Washington 0-5. I don't think the Giants are on Washington's level, so I gave them one win. Dallas is 4-1. and 1. We'll talk about what I have the Eagles at in a second. But, yeah, I, I don't have much more to say on the Giants, but I don't think they're 0-5. Yeah,
1: that's fair. I do think they're 0-5, though, even though I'd, I hate that's to fine. say it. but Okay. Let's talk about the Eagles. Uh, very
0: interesting team. You know, they they finished up their last five, or I'm sorry, I'm not even going to talk about their last five. They went to the playoffs last year. They hosted a division of the wild card weekend. They hosted the Seahawks. They lost that game 17-9, to but they also lost Carson Wentz in the game to, I believe, a concussion, right? Yeah, concussion.
1: Yeah, Jadavion Clowney, late hit.
0: Yeah, so another time that Carson Wentz isn't able to show up in the playoffs. Not that that's not taking a shot at him there. He wasn't able to, to play a four-quarter game in the playoffs. The Eagles are missing out here. They go out and do a couple of things, though. They add Marquise Goodwin. Great add, in my opinion. Great like, for them. That, that's a yes. great add. Perfect. They re-signed Jason Peters after kind of letting him walk. They re-signed him to be a guard. Interesting there because Jason Peters is one of the greatest left tackles that ever played the game. Interesting how he plays a guard position that's asked to kind of pull and, and go underneath there. Deshaun Jackson's kind of on the hot seat. Who knows if he's – who knows? I don't want to get too much into that, but that is, a pro, you know, something there. And then who did they draft? They drafted a wide receiver. Jalen um,
1: Riker in the first round, TCU. Thank you. TCU. So,
0: they bring in – what's the word I want to use? They bring in luxury furniture instead of deck furniture. <laughs> and, you know, who knows
1: what they're going to go to battle with, with injuries and stuff, but what's their first five look like? Uh, at Washington, home against the Rams, home against the Bengals, at the 49ers, at Pittsburgh.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, what do you have them at?
1: I have them at 3-2. and two.
0: Okay. I have them in a worst-case scenario three 3-2, but I actually like them to be 4-1. and one.
1: Yeah, you have them beating the Steelers. I don't. 49ers, 49ers are arguably the best team in the league. You know, they're they're top four, going to be in the playoffs type of team. Um, I literally, I think Pittsburgh and Eagles are pretty similar. Um, I think the Steelers are stronger on defense. The Eagles are stronger on offense. I gave that game for, uh, for home field. Big Ben's just a different quarterback at Heinz Field. Um, and it's hard for me to bet against the boys. So I mean I know a lot of people are like rolling their eyes maybe a little bit like ah oh, here comes a Steelers fan again but yeah, yeah. at the same at the same time without Ben we had about the same record as the Eagles last year. So I mean I don't think it's too far fetched to think that the Steelers couldn't pull out a win at home against the Eagles. But um yeah, I think they win their first 3 games regardless. I think they come out hot and like you said when when they meet the Cowboys week 8, I think it's going to be a couple of 1-2 three loss tops which if one of those teams has three losses it's a must win week eight because that would be huge to lose so this division like you said it's always fun top to bottom the the Giants are fun to watch uh Washington's kind of a train wreck but it is kind of fun from the outside because you know I have a lot I have a couple friends that are Eagles fans and it's just so easy to hate the Cowboys, but you want to hate the Eagles because like, their, their fans are kind of cocky as of recent oh. times. So yeah. it's like you don't even know who you want to win, but the Carson Wentz Dak comparisons, Eagles-Cowboys, everyone can get up for those games. And uh, this is a really fun division.
0: I do think it's interesting that all four of the teams are going to play the Rams before week six. Yeah. I, I, I find that as an interesting little side note. Matter of fact – by week five, the entire division would have played the Rams. So, the Rams good or, the Rams, watch, yeah, watch, watch the Rams go 4-0 against the NFC East, and then they just look like this dog, you know. But I don't know. I, I like Philly this year, especially if Carson can stay healthy. I, I like Carson Wentz. I know a lot of people have their reservations about him. He's good. I'm not going to be all Colin and say he's better than Andrew Locke or he's right there with Andrew Locke. I don't think he's that good. I think he puts him, like, right behind Pat Mahomes as far as, like, abilities. Ah, sorry. I I don't agree with that. But I like Carson. They're definitely going to beat Washington. I think they're going to beat the Rams at home for sure. I think they're going to beat Joe Burrow and the Bengals at home for sure. That at 49ers and at Pittsburgh, that's tough. I don't have their week six in front of me. But if it's another tough one, whoo, they could start three and three very quickly.
1: A couple things about the Eagles, too, is um, I know I saw some statistics a while ago. I don't have them in front of me. But when Carson Wentz played with Deshaun Jackson on the field or when they had Torrey Smith, so like a legitimate stretch the field deep threat, Carson Wentz's numbers and Zach Ertz both raised significantly. So when you have Alshon Jeffrey and Zach Ertz as kind of your big possession guys, And you add Marquise Goodwin, who's great speed. Jalen Rager, who's quick. Deshaun Jackson, if he's still there. You have so much speed to stretch the field. And when you start talking about that Boston Scott, Miles Sanders type of backfield, this is a team who, I mean, just about talent alone. You have Jason Kelsey, Jason Peters, and Lane uh, Lane Johnson all down the right side of your line. I mean, if you start to see see these guys in shotgun with speed routes, you know, quick quick throws for Carson Wentz. Guys that can take 2-yard passes 80 yards. Or you start stretching the field and Carson Wentz gets comfortable dumping to running backs and Zach Ertz, you know, starts getting 8-9 catches a game. This is really a team that could be in the top 4 points per game. Like they have the ability to walk in and know they're putting up at least 31 points. And I know a lot of this traffic has been headed towards the Cowboys or maybe other playoff teams, but the Eagles are a team that like to make splashes too. And I would not be shocked if they made a play for Jamal Adams from the Jets, if they're, if they're looking to make a deep playoff run, they already added Darius Slay. If they were to add Jamal Adams to that defense, you'd have Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, Jamal Adams. You'd have a stud at each level of the defense, which is enough for their offense. I think, I think the Eagles are in for some big things. The Eagles could be, you know, we could turn around week 12 and say they're competing for that number one seed, you know, up there at the Saints, Bucks, 49ers. So, like we just
0: talked about, their, their first three are very favorable. I think they're going to win all three of them. We talked about the Niners. We talked about the Steelers. Week six does not lighten up. I just looked it up. They got the Ravens. Oof! They could very, very easily Go from 3-0 to 3-3 like that. Drop of a hat. It does get a little better. You get you get some divisional matchups. You get the Giants at home. You get the Cowboys at home. You get a bye week at the Giants, at the Browns, Seattle, at Green Bay. This is a tough schedule. The Saints, at the Cardinals, at the Cowboys, the Redskins. I just read you off an 8-8 eight eight schedule, honestly. But if, if the Eagles are good and they go 11-5, and five, Wow. What a team this is. Like legitimately, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight really good squads on your team or on your your schedule.
1: Yeah, the the Cowboys and Eagles, or the whole NFC East, the two divisions they drew were the NFC South, so they're playing the Buccaneers and Saints, Falcons and uh, Panthers. And yeah. they drew the AFC North, so they got to play the Browns and the Ravens, Steelers, which you named in different orders. But just to put it in perspective, a lot of t- 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 like people have uh, the AFC North and the NFC South as two of the three most difficult divisions, I would say with the NFC West being the other one with the 49ers, Rams, and all that. But yeah. again, that's what kind of makes this division fun. You have all these difficult opponents, but you know the Cowboys have to play those same opponents. Like the Eagles who won the division drew the 49ers, but that means that the uh, or no, they play the, they don't play that division, yeah, drew the 49ers, right? Yeah, no, they got to play the Rams. Oh, no, they play the whole division, they play the yeah, whole but, division. I'm sorry, they play that division. It's the NFC South, so the Eagles drew the Saints, but yeah. the uh, the Cowboys drew the Buccaneers, yeah, so it's like um, and then it's Vikings and Packers. Uh, respectively, which I'd say a lot of people have those teams as kind of even within their division. It's like their entire schedule kind of mirrors itself. And I apologize for the NFC South East mix up or West mix yeah. up there, but it's like their divisions are just ruthless. It's like you could find yourself playing good games in a three game losing skid. Look over at the other, like the Cowboys, and they're they're going to do the same thing. So it's always going to come down to it. Do you know if they play Week Seventeen?
0: Who? Who are we talking about?
1: Cowboys-Eagles. Cowboys-Eagles, their last matchup is actually going to
0: be week 16 again, but this time oh. it's at Derry World.
1: Yeah, but again, it's you're going to be going into week 16. They're going to be playing for the division because their next game, respectively, is Giants-Redskins. Um, Redskins. So, yeah. So I think they should just change to the D.C. Defenders, just take it from the XFL, but that's just me. But, um, yeah, I just see – Again, it's going to be same old story. Look at the schedules. Look at the roster. It doesn't mean squat because they play each other week sixteen for the playoffs. Well, only because I feel like this this does
0: need down the stretch talking of. So we just talked. We both had the Cowboys at four and one, right? Uh, yes. Okay, it gets crazy difficult come week eight. They they have a really good chance of being six and one ish. Okay. Maybe even undefeated. I mean, if they, the Cowboys could potentially start start the season off like seven and zero. But come week eight, listen to this: at the Eagles, home against the Steelers, they do get a bye. At the Vikings, they play the Redskins, so that should be another good win. At the Ravens, at the Bengals, who knows? By week fourteen, Burrow might have something going. Who knows? Just throw Probably it out very, there. Yeah. Then you host the Niners. You host the Eagles again. That. God, this could be the exact same thing that happened last year where the 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 Cowboys start off good, everyone's talking about it, and then all of a sudden, boom, train wreck. Just off the hinges, everything's happening, everything's blowing up in front of their face. I don't know. If if the Cowboys are real good, you'll know in the second half. If they're not, I mean, it's not going to be one of those things where they open up like last year and they're beating all these bad teams and they start playing good teams and they lose. I mean – We'll know it again real quick, real quick. Yeah,
1: And I think everyone would agree that Mike McCarthy is an upgrade over Jason Garrett. Yeah, I agree. You look at a lot of those games and maybe they were playing good teams. And, you know, it seemed like when, you know, I didn't watch all the Cowboys games, but it seemed like with Jason Garrett, as soon as the Cowboys made one mistake in a big game, they just kept fumbling over their own feet. They had no one to really like grab the reins and calm it down, you know, rally the troops per se. I think Mike McCarthy has that ability. I think Mike McCarthy can do that. And I think it is a, a huge thing to have Andy Dalton on the bench. Cause whether you like Andy or you don't, he has seen a ton of stuff in the NFL. He's been around for what? Nine seasons now as a starter playing against the Ravens and Steelers defense all the time. And you know, the AFC in general, I know he never won playoff games, but in terms of know-how, I wouldn't say he's doing anything to hurt Dak Prescott. I think that I think both of those things help him. Like you said, C D Lamb. How did C D Lamb fall all the way to them? Jeez, OPES, but Yeah. I'm
0: exciting. glad you brought up I, I'm glad you brought up Andy Dalton. I I don't think Dak gets hurt. I don't think that's I'm not predicting that nor wanting that. But if somehow Andy Dalton made his way into this lineup, I know I just compared Dak to Big Ben. I don't think there's a massive fall off. I, I, I agree. With you. I think Andy Dalton's better than people give him credit for. I didn't want him in New England just because of the small fact of if he does succeed, people are going to be like, okay, Andy Dalton can win in New England. Tom Brady, you know, he sucks or whatever. I just think Andy Dalton's, he's pretty damn good. I mean, here's the thing. You play in Cincinnati. You've played in several playoff games. You're all right. Can we agree on that? Well, like you, well. you played for a train wreck organization. I think he's zero three in playoff games, but he's still made it to three playoff games. He's all right. He's not bad. Is he a? Is he a? Is he a top ten quarterback? Absolutely not. Can he start in a thirty-two man league? One hundred percent, he is. He's a top thirty-two quarterback in this league. With a good team, he is. I give him that. You know, every year we get more and more quarterbacks, and we. The quarterbacks you know slowly start to move around. You know who's better than who, but at any given time, if Andy Dalton's starting a game for you, you're not terrible. That's just my opinion. I don't, I don't. I think the Dalton is unfairly criticized.
1: I do too, and you know a lot of people give me stick for it. And I use a statistic. You know, I do. I do watch Colin Cowherd a lot. I know a lot of yeah. people have strong feelings about him one way or another. But Andy Dalton's statistics are eerily similar to Matt Ryan's and people, I mean, you just ask Patriots fans before they got cam. Like it would be like, would you take Andy Dalton? Nah, let's just roll with Stidham and see what the future has. Would you take Matt Ryan? Oh, hell yeah. Give me Matt Ryan in a heartbeat. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know where this kind of like stigma comes from. I mean, I just think Andy Dalton and Matt Ryan were even similar how they got AJ green and Julio Jones. Um, I do think Matt Ryan was asked to pass way more. I thought he had better running backs for the better part of his career, but that's, you know, splitting hairs. But I do think Andy Dalton is, is good. I, I didn't, I don't ever think the Steelers beat the Chiefs or <laughs> beat the Bengals. And I was like, yeah, we literally won because of Andy Dalton. Like they had offensive line issues. You know, Vontez perfect was just handing out 15 yards everywhere. Like, I I just don't think that it's Andy Dalton's fault. And for him to fall to the Cowboys, I think it's an extremely good situation because if, per se, the Cowboys are average again and they decide week 14, we're moving off Dak. Let's see what Andy Dalton can do for us. Maybe the division's pretty much gone and, you know, Dak's walking out the door and Andy Dalton comes in and wins two of their last three. I mean, Andy Dalton's still got six or seven good years of football left in him and especially if he can keep the turnovers down I mean I don't see why Andy Dalton couldn't even be a a reasonable option for the Cowboys moving forward again I I am not big on Dak I think I think there are so many better options out there that the Cowboys could be doing so much better I think five years from now we're gonna look back and say those are lost years with them trying to stick with Dak and get it done I just I like Dak's maturity, sure. But when you're down by five with a minute 30 left in the game, I would be happy if I was the team facing Dak Prescott. I would feel good. That's just my opinion on him.
0: Okay. That's fair. A uh, couple last things. You got, any, uh, you got any nicknames for the Washington team?
1: no i really don't i did hear a rumor that some guy was trying to go through and patent all the all the nicknames that were being put out on the internet like he was trying to patent them all so that they couldn't use them but no I'm, i'm a huge fan of just shifting it over and being the dc defenders xfl's gone why not take it change your colors to red and white if you're gonna if you're gonna change the nickname why not just go all out and change everything instead of Washington be D.C. defenders, go red and white, really uh, mix it up a little bit. I don't know. I just Washington. The Red Wolves did seem kind of cool, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's always going to be weird at first. You know, three or four years later, whatever it is, it's just like there'll be another team. But
0: I, I do think it's weird that the Washington Nationals have, like, obviously they're a red team. But I I look at them as like a red white and blue kind of team, right? And then the Wizards, more recently, have worn red white and blue. I, I think I think Washington, if they could, if the DC, if Washington D.C. can somehow incorporate that, whatever it is, whether it's the defenders, whether that's the I don't know the admirals make making something like military I don't know whatever you want to come up with. If they if, I don't I've never liked their color scheme. I've never liked the maroon and gold. Not a thing for me. I'm not a fan. You know, I, I I get it. It's classic, but it's if I had to rank the uniforms in the league, it's 30 to 32 for me. Somewhere in there, it's it's yeah. not my one of my favorites.
1: Uh, the red, white, and blue idea is cool because they're from DC. But like, yeah. you've got the Bills, Texans, and Patriots. I don't know if we need a fourth team that's red, white, and blue. Like that's- at some point, it's kind of like like I know you you definitely got pretty defensive and I was on the side of a lot of people that you were all hyped up Patriots, New Jersey's, let's go. And I was just like, that's the bills, yo. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> what are we doing? But it's just, yeah. I don't know. I know the three other red, white and blue teams are all in the ASC. So, I mean, there's that, but I don't know. I'm sure they'll figure something out, but they're in so much turmoil with all these allegations and all these team name changes and all that watch out for a backdoor team relocation maybe they put a team back in san diego or maybe they put a team somewhere new like i i don't know i mean any anybody could bid money but you know if the, the owner's dan snyder right
0: yeah
1: i mean with all the stuff he's in and the nickname and all this if he just decides you know what the team's up for sale and someone wants to buy it and relocate it I could see Washington not even being, you know, somewhere where a football team is. I see what you mean there. And I, I get somebody buying it. I could definitely
0: see that happening. But I think it would be wild to relocate that team. The Redskins have that franchise has a lot of history. This right. this is not the Browns we're talking about or the Lions. This team has three Super Bowl wins. Okay. The 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 Washington, DC area, they love their team. They've been bad for a long time. They've really been bad since, like, like Sean Taylor died. I mean, it's been a long time, mid-2000s, you know? And uh, I don't know. I just – I would like to see them stay in that area and just change their name and, and be done with it.
1: I think part, part of me on that feeling, though, is, you know, part of their history, maybe the best part of their history, is that the team ends – here instead of rechanging its name and trying to quote unquote, I mean kinda off key here, but like be something that they're not, you know, just end the Redskins. And the team that's right across the street is the Baltimore Ravens. One of the hottest teams in the NFL for the foreseeable future, at least five to ten years, especially with Lamar. There's never going to be a better time, in my opinion, than to move. I mean, the Ravens are starting to take over that area. I know I hear I've never been over there, but I hear a lot that the younger generation around there is like, why am I cheering for this house fire? Like the Ravens are right here. Like Ravens are taking over that pot, like that whole area. And you talk about, they haven't been good since the early two thousands. I mean, the Ravens when they won their first Super Bowl wasn't it early in their years kind of with Ray Lewis. So it's like once that team came about, I mean, the trajectory has always been the Ravens taking over. So, I mean, if one or two more teams relocate, there might be a relining of divisions coming soon too. I mean, you never know what that kind of stuff holds, but if the Redskins were to say, you know, we're going to call it quits here, we're going to end the nickname, but we're going to keep our, weren't they made like the, uh, like 1915 or something They're one of the oldest franchises, right? Almost a hundred years, if not a hundred. So it's like, you know, maybe it's time to, to close this book, start, start somewhere new, move the team, you know, relocate.
0: You're not crazy. I mean, if you look at the East Coast, I don't have a map in front of me. I'm just going to start throwing teams out. Since 2000, the Steelers, the Eagles, the Ravens, the Patriots, am I forgetting somebody, the Giants? Again, I don't have a map. Buffalo's in New York. Yeah, but those teams that I just listed have all won Super Bowls since the 2000s. And you're surrounded by them. In Buffalo... Over the last three to five ish years, I don't—they're no slouch. Everybody around you is good, like good, and you're not. And yeah, maybe it is time to move. Maybe maybe it's just time.
1: It was just a just an idea I actually came up with when we were just talking. It's like everyone's like, "What's the new name?" This and that, but it's like if they need a new owner, and they need a new name, and they need a new mascot, and all their sponsors are dropping out. They I think they had, location. like, wasn't it a joke at how many people were showing up to their games last year? Like, they would just scan the stands, and it was just empty. Yeah. Like, maybe it's time to just reboot this whole operation, pick up, move somewhere else, and restart.
0: The Patriots played them last year, and it was like, mind you, there wasn't a lot of people there. And I bet you 80% was Patriot fans. It was crazy.
1: It was, like, more empty seats than filled seats.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But they're losing their sponsors. They're losing their name. They're losing their this, that, and the other thing. And maybe they should be the Washington Wabity Chabos. I don't know. Just figure something out. Like, <laughs> don't matter to me. The Steelers are beating them this year, regardless. So, don't really matter what their name is.
0: Last question: Who wins this division?
1: I gotta lock it in right now. I want. I want Carson Wentz too, but I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys winning this division.
0: I got the Eagles. Yeah. Only only because I just don't like how tough the second half of the season is for the Cowboys. It's just and I understand that the the, the Eagles are going to play a very similar schedule. You know, I have it here in front of me. I just read it off that it gets tough too. They got Seattle, they got Green Bay, they got the Saints. I just like them more. I like uh, If Carson Wentz plays all 16, He's getting me 10. I guess He's I have, the 10.
1: That, that's the biggest thing is I tried not to look at the rest of their schedule because I know both of them have annoyingly tough schedules. When it comes down to the Eagles, I like their quarterback better than the Cowboys. When it comes to the Cowboys, I like their roster better than the Eagles. I think the coaching matchup is going to be much closer as a head coach matchup now. And I think when it comes down to the matchup of the Cowboys versus the Eagles, this may sound crazy. It may not to some people. I have the Cowboys going 6-0 and in division. I have them sweeping the division. And I know that's crazy. Maybe it's not with the Giants and Redskins, but I expect them to go to Philly and win that game. And I know that's crazy, or maybe it's not to some people. But I think that's going to be the difference. I think Mike McCarthy pushes them. Oh, he's going to come in and focus on winning the division. I mean, I guess that sounds really cliche. Every coach would come in and focus on winning every game. But I just, I don't know. I love Carson Wentz. I'm really high on Carson Wentz. And I'm really low on Dak Prescott. So that may seem weird. I just think the Cowboys are that good from top to bottom that they don't need a lot out of their quarterback. They just need not a lot of turnovers. And now, I mean, like you even attested to, they got they got dudes running routes that are real good everywhere. They got a lot of guys. And when yeah. you start when you start having to, you know, double Amari, and now you've got Ceedee Lamb. If he starts asking for double teams. I don't. I forget his name. Number twenty-one. It's like Ezekiel Elliott or something. Like, are we just not going to talk about this guy? <laughs> like every year, every year he's a thousand yards. I mean, well, Madden, Madden doesn't
0: seem to care about him.
1: Relax on Madden, but that's <laughs> yeah, poop at the ratings. But all that I'm saying is, you look at Zeke's best games in his career, and got he circles the Eagles games. The Eagles, the worst part of their team since I've been watching has been their linebackers and they have a great D line, but if you can get to that second, that second and third level, Zeke just eats that team alive. And I, I like them in that matchup. And that's what I'm picking the Cowboys over. I have them beating the Eagles in their matchups.
0: All right. Well, with that said, that's a wrap. That's the NFC East as predicted by uh, Jeff and Brad. You guys, I uh, created a new Facebook post for the, for the podcast. Um, if you haven't been invited, send me a message. I'll send you an invite. And uh, we're going to be putting up some polls. There's already a poll up on who you guys will think will win the NFC East. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. And hopefully we'll get some, uh, we get some feedback that we can submit on the pod and, and go from there. We'll have a, another division breakdown next week. Be on the lookout. Thanks again for all your support. Hopefully the audio is so much better this time. And uh, again, thanks again. Brad, take care, man. Yep, see you guys.